Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0. And bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket, proudly sponsored by Sand Hills Global. Sand Hills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln, so apply today at sandhills.jobs. Boom. Well, Rico, Matt says, even made a model of the mellow shoes in ceramic class. He says, Matt Hop. I rock the black with baby blue mellows and high school mm. hoops. Mm. 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 Gorgeous. Mm. Thomas Magnum says, Carmelo Anthony, what a strange guy to waste passionate fandom on, Rico. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the – I mean, dude, the dude, Carmelo was, was a gamer before the injuries kicked in. That dude – People are, are massive fans of everyone. He was I don't a, know why he's a strange one. Like I said, he's an NCAA champion. He was, he, for the longest time, the best scorer in Olympic history. He was a problem, bro. He was a problem. He was a problem. It's just the Denver fans. What's that? The Denver fans are <laughs> upset at him because he forced his way out of out of Denver. He could have waited another year and just gone in free agency, but he wanted to leave right away. So he forced his way out. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, a, that was bad. That's the negative taste in their mouth. That I'm was sure. bad, but yeah. still. And they, they were so, so petty that they gave his jersey number to a second-round uh, center that they picked out of Serbia. Which, I mean, it turns out he's pretty good. Oh, Nikola Jokic. But yeah, he's, he's decent. decent. But above <laughs> he's, average. He's decent. They still gave Melo's number away. How well, Rico, a question for you from Sanderson. After the state yes. track meet last week, uh, we, we talk about this off, on air, off air as well. I have a question for Rico. Why is it considered a disadvantage to start in lane eight in an event like the 100 meters where Lloyd had to start? Isn't it just a straight line no matter what lane you, you come from? I mean, I personally don't consider it a disadvantage, although some people would because they like you know, having the, the pressure of having somebody on both sides of them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, out of your peripherals, you can see exactly where you're standing in the race. You can see really every, that's why lane four, you can see everybody. If anybody pulls ahead of you, you can see them. Whereas in lane eight, you've just got it to your left. So if there's one person right next to you, you can't really see anybody else. Cause that person's going to be right there. Mm -hmm. Some people like having a person on each hip. So it pushes them to go faster. Um, but really I don't think there really is a disadvantage outside of the fact that you have the slowest time, so they're putting you on the outside lane. Mm -hmm. You know, for a hundred, I, I you know I don't see a disadvantage for it at all. For a two hundred or a four hundred or something where there's staggered starts, there's definitely a disadvantage because you're you're out in front. Nobody's in front of you. You are setting the pace. Lane four uses two hundred meters the fastest time. I'm the fastest. Lane four for for all of them, unless it's a nine lane track, which mm -hmm. there are. Then it's lane five is okay. the fastest lane. But okay. yeah, the the middle lanes goes four, five, three, six, and that's how they go like time wise. Okay. Or fat, you know, whoever the fastest is, that's how they go. So one and eight are the slow, two slowest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, tracks are different beasts, man. There was some great. There was some great. Uh, shout out to uh, to Waverly. Uh, high school too. I think they end up winning the state high school championship in their uh, class. Were they class B? Yes, class B. 
Weber had some, some some studs in yes. that one, taking care of biz. Jalen Lloyd got gold in both the uh, long and the triple. I think he got bronze, I believe, in the hundred. Came in, th- yeah. There was yeah. and they, they, the times were crazy close. Yeah, crazy close. I think the winner had a ten four three. Yeah, dude from Cra- the dude from Creighton Prep, Creighton Prep who's yeah. going to Nebraska to to run. Um, yeah. It's crazy. I saw his times from the year before, and he was running like a ten. Eight or like a ten six something. So oh, to wow. drop that by two hundredths of a second is is massive. Is massive. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a huge improvement. So him coming to Nebraska is going to get uh, some some fantastic training. I, I expect him to go even faster. That is a lot. I mean, you, obviously you expect him to go faster. Well, you look but, at Luff. You know, Darius Luff when he came back yeah. to track and started running at Nebraska. I mean, he already had decent times, but he gave him under the tutelage, the coaching, etc. I mean, the dude has just been a beast. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see those those uh, those track speedsters. Uh, All of the guys who are the, you know you've got obviously the track people, track guys, but the ones that are gonna play football and run track like a Jalen Lloyd or a uh, what is his? I can't remember. It's Bryce Bryce Turner. Bryce Turner, yeah, mm-hmm. from down in Texas, who mm-hmm. runs like a 10, 10 2, something Goodness like that. Gracious. Like he's he's gonna be fun. And then if they can get the services of Gatlin Bear, even after his two years of uh, mission work, or what is it when? The no, mission? Missionary. Yeah, his two years of missionary work when Mormon he comes back. Mormon background, right? Mormon, yeah. Mormon? Yeah. yeah. So when he, after he graduates, he's going to go on a missions trip for two years. When he comes back, I still expect him to have some sort of speed. I mean, he's ranked 10-1 as a senior in high school. <laughs> so Goodness even if he gracious. just drops to a 10-4, you still have that base of a 10-1 to work with. That's some speed. Well, I tell you what, there was the Husker woman um, ended up losing last night. Five two, I believe that final score was. Nope. You know what, guys? So uh, close. My, my neighbors, you know, like I've went on John Michelle. Their their whole family went down to support Abby and the team. Um, there was a lot of vitriol on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, I don't really understand the the anger and the hatred after this season for Nebraska Had a softball. Heck of a year, man. Um, they got further go, than last year. Uh. They yeah. won. They won the tournament last year, but yeah, they, but they were down in Oklahoma State. But they also, made it further, but they lost their first two games down in Oklahoma State last year, I believe. Oh, so I saw. Was, I saw Abby's mom post a thing saying they made it further than last year's team. Yeah, so. they. I mean, they made it a game further. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. But it was just uh, the anger and vitriol and hatred for the whatever stuff. I didn't understand that. Um, people saying that there's there's some sort of. Um, something with the coaching staff not not doing well or whatever. Um, that that the players were great, but there was some sort of failure from the coaching staff. I just don't. I just don't understand. I don't. It. I don't understand that either. I mean, these girls played they had a heck of a year, man. A heck of a year. But no matter what, there's always going to be somebody complaining about something. If it was just something just egregious, and um, I know some people talked about some of the pitching lineups and things of that nature. I'm just thinking, huh? No. I don't. Did you get it, Raph? Um, let's see here. I used to not get it, but Nebraska fans sometimes go a little overboard and stuff happens and then you get rid of coaches that are 58 and 19 and then you go through 20 years of <laughs> so hey go get them now this is, they are the longest tenured coaching staff that's been together for quite some time mm-hmm. in the ncaa softball community right now like you know ronda ravel's been at nebraska for 31 gonna be 32 years mm-hmm. um right now People are upset about the the pitching rotation and the pitching staff that nebraska had but the thing is they lost caitlin kinney Early in the season, yeah. she mm-hmm. was going to be, you know, that that arm coming out of the pen or that third starter that yep. Nebraska had. But she broke her hand, had surgery and wasn't able to play the rest of this year. They have a freshman that came in. I think she's a freshman that came in, but they're they're redshirting her this year. They they didn't quite believe that she was 
quite ready for for you know uh, NCAA softball for college softball quite yet. So she's redshirting this year. So they went with the two arms that they had. They're two very good arms in Courtney Wallace yep. and Sarah Harness. And but but the way that they were staggering the arms, some people had issues with it. And I I I didn't have an issue with it. I just thought it was strange how quickly they would pull Harness um, and leave Wallace in. And this isn't taking anything away from Courtney because she's a fantastic pitcher. She's easily their best pitcher. But there were times where she she would be struggling, and obviously you, you would see that because she's pitched damn near 250 innings this season mm-hmm. um, or, or even over 250 innings this season. Her arm's got to be tired. Even if it is a more natural movement, it's still tiring. So I, I always thought it was strange how quickly they would pull harness but, but let – Courtney just go and I understand she's a senior she's a captain she's a five-year five-year player for for them so she kind of gets the benefit of the doubt but at the same time pitching so many innings I I think that she also could have gotten some more rest um, Mm -hmm. with harness coming in for her but I I understood what they were doing down at regionals where they the last two games they had harness go four innings and then had Wallace shut it down for the last three innings it just didn't work out for them in in their favor in the last uh, the last game as they got within two outs of forcing a a decisive game seven, a winner take all game seven against Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was like I said, tough tough year for the Lady Huskers. T- tough game the other night. Great year. Tough uh, final game. Uh, hats off to uh, Coach Ravelle and the entire team. And the thing about this, they're, they're young. Yeah, they're losing they're, two they're, people. They're very young. They lose Caitlin Wallace and who's and Courtney Maya, Wallace and, and Maya, Maya Felder. Felder. So Maya you're Felder. losing your best pitcher and your first baseman. Yeah, Felder. yeah. But you're getting a pitcher back. Yep. 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 It, um, who is again coming off of a broken hand, but she had surgery. She should be way ready to go by the time next season starts. Yep. Um, so, so you've got a pitcher in your back pocket there. You've got whoever's coming in as freshman this upcoming year. Um, so, I, I think this team is going to be obviously the loss of Courtney Wallace and the loss of Maya Felder are going to be massive. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to be better next season. Absolutely. Baseball wise, they took care of the series mm-hmm. against Purdue. Uh, the men knocked them off on Saturday and took care of business. They got uh, they got fifth ranked. We got fourth seed. Uh, mm-hmm. The Big Ten tourney coming up starting on th- no, is it Wednesday or Thursdays? Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. We play fifth seed at Rutgers. Um, uh, so hopefully we can take care of business against Rutgers. You hear that buzz, too, Rico? <laughs> hopefully we can take care of business against those guys. Um, the men have to win. Yep, they have to win. Bottom line: In order for us to get to the big tournament, they have to we win to the get into a regional. Yeah, they got to win to uh, to get into gotta win the, it all. Got to win it all. Rico and Raft, what do you guys? What do you think their chances are, man? To make it to postseason yeah. play, you got Rutgers um, to open it up. In the nicest way I can say it, highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. You're you're on the same side. You, you like you said, you've got Rutgers. You're on the same side as Maryland. Yeah. Um, before getting to a championship matchup between somebody, I I don't know. I just I. I want them to make it, and I hope they make it. Yeah. I just don't see it happening with the struggles that they've had with starting pitching and with the bullpen. They're, the bats are fine. The yeah, bats, the bats are you know, fine. You've, had, you, you've hit the most home runs in Nebraska in a single season in Nebraska history. Right. Uh, um, Matthew Max Anderson, not Matthew Max Anderson, broke the single season home run record in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, the bats are fine. Yeah. The pitching is the problem. Yeah, not a problem. It's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, I would say I would venture to say it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's no, been they, a, they just need they need a few things to go there, break their way. Like they they need the teams playing that that if they can win the first game, then hopefully the next game that the pitcher for that or the pitchers for that team they get hit around a little bit 
because it's just a matter of survival of the fittest. He's got going to have the most pit, the most pitching remaining. So you just got to hope that it's not Nebraska that that's down pitchers. So and I would say we'll I would say this too: they got to stop with the self-inflicted errors, man. Yep. You know that is that has hurt them all year long as well, along with the pitching. So uh, two p.m. on Thursday, actually. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it is. It's it's Wednesday, May, Wednesday at two p.m. Uh, then the winner of Nebraska uh, versus Rutgers advance take on the winner of number one Maryland uh, and number eight Michigan State. So you can see, even Nebraska takes care of business against Rutgers. Uh, they have obviously they're going to face either number one Maryland or number eight Michigan State. Uh, that would be on Thursday at six p.m. If they lose, uh, they would play in the elimination game Thursday the twenty-six at ten a.m. So hopefully, um, we are in the. Um, uh, 6 p.m. game on the 26th rather than the 10 a.m. game on the 26th to take care of business there. So, again, big shout-out to the women's softball team on a great year. Uh, good luck to the men's baseball as they take on Rutgers at 2 p.m. Uh, there in Omaha. And just from a financial standpoint, the longer Nebraska stays in, that's going to be good uh, financially for Omaha, man. More booties and seats. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Rafi. Yeah, buddy. Pretty special moment yesterday. Yeah, it was awesome. PGA. Crazy. Um, obviously, Kepka gets it done. Brooks gets it done. But before we get to Brooks, though, how cool it was to see Michael Block, um, Mission Viejo, California, golf club out there where he's hit PGA guy at, and they showed a screen. They showed an image video of the people back at the club celebrating when he hits that ace, that hole in one. I texted Raf Rico. I said, "Bro, did you just see that hole in one? Insane! I have, I have wow. never, you know, I admittedly don't watch golf a yeah. lot." I have never seen a shot like that. Like, yeah. just straight into but the hole. What are the, what are the chances that <laughs> this guy who's captured, like, I mean, not just, I mean, the people watching, of course, but the people at the course, I mean, the crowds were like Tiger Woods crowds yeah, for him. And the chances that you're going to step up and hit a seven iron and jar it, <laughs> not even on a bounce. I mean, when Jim Nance comes back from commercial, he goes, we have got something for you to see. And they're like, Michael Block and... You're like something like, there's no way he hit a hole in one here. And he jars it. And you're just like, is this guy living on a cloud right now? Like he said, he said Hillman is um caddy were walking down the fairway pinching each other the entire tournament. Yeah. Like, is this really happening? Is this real? I kept seeing Pete like just like this guy dunked a, a golf ball and I was like, okay, like what is that? Just that okay, it. that's so impressive. And then I saw the video and I go, Oh, that's what they mean. I was like, that is I don't even know. He didn't even know that he made it. Yeah. He yeah. was saying, he was just like, people were cheering, and he so, like tips his hat. He's like, I guess it was a good shot. Because you don't know because it just disappeared. And they're like, no, dude, you made it. And he's like, no. I, did it. I make it? And it's, people are like, can you imagine turning to Brooks Kepner and just like, Brooks, yeah. did I make that? Well, he, and he's with Rory McIlroy. Yeah, he's up giving him a hug. Giving him a hug. You figure the number th what, number two or three player in the world, yeah. Rory, and you're the the golf pro there at a golf club yeah. there in uh, California. That's the, that's the beauty of the PGA, though. As long as you qualify, you can play. Yep. yep. I mean, literally, Raph, I mean, me and you could go someplace and try to qualify. I mean, you had to do some things before. Yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> but these guys are guys that are mostly giving lessons yep. and running a golf play, running a golf facility. That's what that's and, what I love about the PGA and talking to the golfers. Yes, yes. <laughs> so here's my story. Mm -hmm. This is crazy story. Oh, okay, crazy story. So last night they golf channel and stuff were showing videos and stuff, and they showed his son back at his golf club at Mission Viejo video on the party that they had in the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. And they're like at a Royal Tribuco country, or a country club or a Royal Tribuco club. And I heard the name and I'm sitting there like, nah, probably not it, whatever. So this morning 
my buddy Nick out in California gives me a call and he's, he's like, Hey, um, do you remember him? And I'm like, Oh my goodness. A Royal Tribuco country club. That's where we golfed at. So mm. when we were, so we were on the practice range and block comes up and it, you know, asking us, Hey, where are you from? And stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, I'm from Nebraska. He's from Nebraska, but lives out in California now. And, and he's telling us this Royal Tribuco, it's very unforgiving. If you hit it off the fairway, you're either in the high weeds where all the rattlesnakes are, mm. or you're off a cliff and it's gone forever. <laughs> so very non-forgiving golf course. And only slightly. And it, <laughs> he, he goes, he goes, yeah, if you hit any balls off, off the fairway, you know, probably just want to drop one or whatever. And I'm like, or, I can't remember, me or Nick or like, well, we're from Nebraska. We're used to that kind of thing. He goes, nah, you're probably not used to that or whatever. But it was so funny because <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, last night when they said a Royal Tribuco, I was like, I played that. Yeah. And then I was talking to Nick this morning. Is he's like, he's like, yeah, I remember talking to him and stuff. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's wow. crazy. So I played his course. You talked to him. Lost 24 golf balls. <laughs> Good times had by all. Unforgiving. It was, it was pretty special to see. And then we have to follow that up with this hole-in-one. In order to get um, um, invited back. Exemption for next the exemption year. Exemption for next year, PGA. And Rico, Hala. he had this shot. Uh, it was in the rough on the side of the green. Uh, down, I mean, in, uh, over a hill mm-hmm. to get up onto the green. He had to make he had to par to get exemption for the next year's, uh, for next year's PGA. Hits the flop shot of all flop shots. Uh, drops it within what about ten foot, twelve foot? Yeah, ten, twelve foot. Ten, twelve foot. Puts it in at a time. Looks like it's gonna stop before it goes in just short of the hole. Look up. Goes in the hole. Just enough it gets in. He has an exemption for next year. And according to Dave from Renew, they're coming in hot and heavy. Yes, Renew. Uh, Dave, what's happened this morning, man? He says I was asked to play. At the, he was asked to play at the Colonial Country Club Charles Schwab Challenge yep. this week alone. And he got RBC Canada. RBC Canada. Yep. I mean, so this guy, so his his winnings. He took home $288,000, Rico. Four days, $288,000. Did you hear Amanda Renner's interview with him after the match? Uh-uh. Well, I did, but I'm, I mean, she goes, well, the music was playing so loud, so goes, I did listen. She goes, so, Michael, just want to let you know that you made, she didn't say the 288000 She said, you'd have to teach 190 golf lessons at your current rate to make that money. Isn't that something? <laughs> 190 golf lessons to make what he just made in four days right there. And he's going to get more sponsor exemptions. Oh, yeah. Because that crowd that crowd background, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he follows it up this week, just being that he was very familiar with Oak Hill. Mm-hmm. And that, somebody had said that he was even a member there, so I'm not sure. So he's familiar with that course. So it'll be interesting to see when he goes down to the Charles Schwab how he, he does can patch there. something together or if it'll just be like – Because if he – if he comes out and plays good again next week, yeah, he'll get a sponsor exemption to probably every because they want crowded. They want it, yeah. and, and you know what? And he's he's the regu- he's the regular person out there. Oh yeah, he, he's the regular. Like, oh, I could do this. Everybody relates look can relate him. to say, look at a guy that's just. I'm not, I'm, we're all common, but I mean, as far as golf goes, the common folk. Yeah, he's one of the common folk of golf, and to see him do that was pretty special. When we come back, we will sp- uh, speak a little bit about Kepka as well because he did win it, but also uh, the big news in Oscar football camp this past couple of days. Obviously, the signing of uh, Daniel Kalen flipping from Missouri, going to Nebraska. What? Are the uh, the benefits of that? What does that have in store for Nebraska football? What does that mean? We'll explain more when we come back. And, this is the, what's that? And also, that was nineteen hundred golf lessons, one hundred and ninety golf lessons. Yeah. <laughs> like what's his rates? They're pretty, they're pretty pricey. I was doing the math with my head, like maybe a little bit more than that. Thanks, David. You're the man, brother. Jeez, folks, this is the drive with AD and Rav. Rico holding it down. Nick is in bed. He's on vacation. We'll be back. The ticket drive.